You're listening to Notable Nashville. My name is Jared Mitchell, and this song is called Used By You.
Everybody, thanks for tuning into Notable Nashville Podcast. You just heard Jared Mitchell used by you, and that was a pretty powerful song. That was good. Sweet. I like Thank that. You. Um, so you did you play that in the showcase? I remember um, you know, you went to Beaumont and you mm-hmm. played in the showcase, or did that come after? That song was after the showcase. Well, actually it, I had already written it okay. um before the showcase, but um just stylistically it didn't really fit with what the rest of the set that I was doing Mm -hmm. um, for showcase and so um, I kind of had it in my back pocket and then um, just really felt like I was supposed to kind of record it and kind of finish it out and polish it up so yeah it came after that's awesome yeah I remember seeing you in the showcase was that back in like 2014 it was in the fall of 2015 okay so it was actually just last weekend was the two year anniversary nice nice How was that experience? Was that your first time like in it with that much of a crowd with that big of a crowd? Not my first time with that big of a crowd. Um, I had sang I'd, at some larger churches, uh-huh. um, but this was more of like the arena type setting. Okay. Um, so which was completely different. So not uh-huh. necessarily more people, but just that environment of an arena yeah. um, just had different energy and and the, and the sound too. It probably was different for you with the reverb or whatever oh yeah oh yeah the inners help but yeah definitely i had one ear out and yeah just hearing that in the arena it's definitely a different feel but yeah um kind of addictive (laughs) yeah well cool cool man uh i want to talk about where you grew up uh southern illinois because i grew up in illinois too peoria have you ever heard of it i've heard of peoria Peoria. it's a little further north because i looked up norris city where you're from and I, i had never heard of it before but i saw it was next to kind of Carbondale. And, yeah, 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 pretty close to SIU Carbondale. A lot of friends that went there. Um, but not many people have heard of this town because it's uh, 1,100 people. Oh, wow. There is a four-way stop and a gas station. That's pretty much the, <laughs> the biggest thing. Everybody hangs out at the gas station slash pizza place. Oh, really? So, Grab a slice of pizza on the weekend. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so a lot of cornfields. and um, But the great thing about a small town is that you know everyone. Oh, yeah. You, you see people you know all the time. And... Which can also be a downfall, but yeah. <laughs> most of the time it's a good thing. Um, and so it was a great community we had there growing cool. up and always lived there for my whole life until I came to Nashville okay. uh, four years ago. So Did you move to Nashville for uh, to go to school here or for music or what, yeah. was, what was the story so, there? All of the above. I mean, school definitely school. Was, was top priority. Um, I went to community college for two years mm-hmm. um, in Illinois and then... Um, had seen Belmont, had heard a few people talk about it. I didn't apply to any other school. I was just like, I'm determined to go to Belmont. Oh. So, um, yeah, I came down here to finish my degree and then pursue music and then just fell in love with the city once I got here. Yeah. So you've been living here for, what, six years now? It's actually been four because I transferred in for my last oh, okay, two and a half okay, because you years. took community college, yeah. Yes. I was thinking you did all four So I was four in school two and a half years, and then I've been out about a year and a half. Okay. Um, so a total of four years. And I was asking you about what you do now for uh, for your day job. You work at uh, Lifeway Worship? Yes, Lifeway is... Worship. Um, Lifeway, it's an, a, a branch of Lifeway Christian Resources. Um, they provide just resources for the church um, okay. around the country um, and around the world. Really, it's the largest Christian resource company in the world. So um, I work on the music division okay. of that. So um, getting to help market and, and, and 
reach churches with with the music that we produce there. Lifeway, cool. it's basically a publishing company, music publishing company. Nice, so. that's pretty rewarding. Yeah. So along the lines of being, uh, you know, working in Christian music, and would you call yourself a Christian artist? Or uh, I know some people get kind of nitpicky about that, like, oh, we we do Christian music, but I'm not a Christian artist. I know. What, what's your take on that? Right. Um. You know, I would consider myself a Christian artist. Uh-huh. Um. I know there's some. Sometimes there's some connotation that comes with that that's not always positive, and I've kind of um, balanced uh, the idea of of how to approach that, and um, I'm really not ashamed of my faith, and so um, I don't have a I see a problem with with, with presenting myself as a Christian artist. Yeah. Um. You know, sometimes people would make me think that was you know, well, people are gonna think you're automatically cheesy or you're automatically this and that. You know, all these things that come along with it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's who I am. And yeah. so that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm putting out there. I'm I am a Christian artist because that's that's who I am. So yeah. And I want to ask you, like, you know, most Christians talk about their testimony, how they came to Christ, and do you ever, you know, try to convey that through music or do you uh, share that in your life setting or what's what's that kind of to you yeah so so i grew up in a, in a christian home in church and so i always knew um the bible and things like that and uh-huh. came to, came to to christ at a young age um and i all didn't always feel like i could share um what i'd been through mm-hmm. um so recently in the past couple of years um, I've really kind of opened up and just shared even um, things that I didn't share when I was younger um, and been able to be more transparent. Um, just coming coming here to Nashville has really um, helped me be in a more diverse culture and just realize that people are reached by your testimony and what you've been through. I was always kind of like, you know, trying to be that perfect person or trying to do all the right things. Mm-hmm. And so I always wanted to present myself as, Hey, I'm trying to live my life in this way, uh, which is great. But I think you can really reach people when you, when they know that you've been through things that they've been through. Yeah. And so, um, even my song, um, used by you, um, that came from a place of me not really feeling like God could use me because I didn't feel like I was good enough. Oh, um, wow. but God, showed me that he uses us he uses the broken people mm-hmm. and he uses the people that don't have it all together um it says in in our weakness his strength is made perfect is what the bible says yeah so i've found that in my weakness god can get glory out of that and so that song was like a cry for me is like god i want to be used by you i need your grace i need your peace yeah. i need all of these things because i can't do it on my own and so um, i've really found that i've been able to be more transparent in my music and it's a continual process that um, I think God is is starting to use that in a really positive way. That's awesome. Yeah, and I like the you know the saying of a church is a hospital for the broken because it's not everybody who has it together. You know, right. people of all faiths you know go go to church to seek God or whoever they believe in. And I think that um, you know the the kind of transparency of being who you are is is uh, really what makes your faith work and makes God work to use you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that I'm a firm believer that the, the church is, is a place where you can come as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to get anything in your life together, together before you come to God. Like when you come to God and you experience his love and his mercy, then he begins to show you things in your life that maybe that you need to change. But, um, it's it's never like you need to change and then come to God. Right. It's like He shows you those things through His love and through His it grace. Transforms you, and yeah. yeah, He transforms your life. He transforms your mind, uh-huh. and then you want to do 
better. You want right. to do the right thing um, because of his love that changed you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you really like that song used by you, I wanna I wanna play the recorded version because mm-hmm. he's got it on iTunes. You can check it out. I wanna play it for you guys again. So here it is, used by you by Jared Mitchell.
there you have it again used by you by jared mitchell go check it out um so so jared what's kind of your songwriting style i know everybody has a different style in nashville whether they write with people or who they work with or what how are you working on your music nowadays um so for me unlike the um i feel like the most common nashville answer is i haven't done as much Uh co-writing as i would say um a lot of other people that i know um, it's not something that I'm opposed to at all, and I do uh, find myself in a, in that place sometimes. Um, but I really like to write from a place of inspiration and a place of emotion, and and so um, a lot of times it's just me in my room mm-hmm. um, or me and when I was at Belmont in a practice room, um, just kind of like pouring my heart out, um, and then that's kind of how songs have evolved mostly for me. And then sometimes I've brought people in after that moment who've helped you know, shape things and, and musically and, too, to work on different parts or right. Yeah. Different... And yeah. And work on the music part because, um, I love to have kind of a more soulful flavor, mm-hmm. but I didn't grow up with that. So okay. it's not something that's supernatural to me. Um, so I like to bring someone else in who can also musically add a little bit more flavor that sometimes my mind doesn't go to, but I love that. So. Yeah. I love, I love your runs and stuff. It kind of reminds me of Smokey Norfolk. I don't listen to a whole lot of gospel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Smokey. And I've he tried... was like the first gospel artist I started listening to. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I hardcore butchered his runs for years. <laughs> And now I'm starting to get like yeah, the you, easy, the really it. easy ones. You got it. So, so yeah, he's a big, he's been a big inspiration. Awesome. Well, I want to talk about how you get your music out there too. You, you do a lot of, uh, you know, Facebook live streams and just promote uh, new tunes that you have mm-hmm. or you know maybe new songs that you've written. Um, how do you use social media to kind of get your music out there? Is it is it mainly Facebook or do you do Instagram or what kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, so. It's mostly been Facebook. Um, I'll do some Insta stuff, but um, definitely over the past few years, um, super thankful for Facebook Live. Like, mm-hmm. I love Facebook Live. <laughs> um, and um, I just like that, like, freshness and rawness of a new song that you've just written. Yeah. And things can be so polished and so, you know, edited and produced these days. Like, I'm really a fan of just a raw voice, a raw talent. And Definitely. so, like, I always want to be in a place to where if this is my song, I can sing it, like, anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to just be heard on a track or be I don't have to change the key or, or yeah, yeah, overproduce. Like, yeah. I want to be able to sing that. So that's something I like to share with people. Like, this is just happening. This is a new song. This is what's on my heart right now. And it's just, like, it's so cool to instantly reach people because sometimes in the music process, it's like you write a song and then it people hear it two years later. Oh, yeah. And you're not in that same place. You know, you can get back into that place, kind of, but, like, when it's ju- when it's super fresh, like it's super authentic, and it's very and in the moment. It's and very in the moment on on the top of your mind, and you've got yeah, 
So, and I also like Facebook Live where you don't you don't have to always be live. It can replay or it right. stays on there, and people can play it and yeah, you know, comment of where it was yeah. live. So because yeah. I I do it at some random times, so I, <laughs> I don't really have like oh this is when everybody's on like yeah, it just kind of happens at random Whenever times. Whenever the so, music moves, moves yeah. you. To be able to be to replay that for people and it still be live, quote unquote, yeah. Um, is Pretty a cool, cool. is a really cool thing. Yeah. Well, what kind of new music do you have out uh, com- coming out in the future? So I uh, wrote a song um, earlier this year, and um, it was a little bit um, I don't I don't want to say edgier, but it was a little bit uh, different than. Um, than what I'd written before. Um, mm-hmm. It had a little bit more of a groove to it. And um, I feel like sometimes I get stuck writing ballads a lot just because I'm a keys player. And, yeah. you know, with guitar, I feel like sometimes it's easier to get a groove going when you're when you're writing. So, like, I'm super excited about this song because it's got a groove. I feel like you can, you know, you can dance to it. You can vibe with it. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's something new for me okay. um, that I'm excited about giving people a little bit different taste because I don't want people to be like, Oh, every time Jared comes out with a song, just like be prepared to like sit down and just, you know, like soak in worship music. (laughs) Like I want there to be, you know, like you can listen to my music and have a great time and be fun too without, you know, changing the message and and everything about uh, what I like to present with my music. So I'm excited about that. Cool. Is that going to be coming out later this year or next year? Yes, we are getting super close. Um, and so you know how it is with the music process. Oh it's yeah. Like you think it's almost done. Then it's like, Oh, I need to change that or need to mix that different. So, um, definitely before the year is over, okay. that, it, it will happen. Be looking for forward sure. to that. Yes. Um, where, where do you work as far as studios that you use or producers or anything like that? Do you, so, do you do a lot of home stuff or, you know, no, um, I've for demos for like demos and stuff mm-hmm. I will do home, but like for stuff that I'm really wanting to, to put out there, um, I mean, in, in at Belmont, of course, you have like a really oh yeah you know wide do, access to studios, which was great. Do they still do the RCA Studio B for Belmont? Because I heard that they got rid of it, or they they I think they don't like own a, it anymore. Yeah, I think they sold it. And it's almost like a museum now. Oh yeah, for people to see because I see that's tourists, sad because like, I really loved recording there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely recorded there one time, and you know. Got to say, oh, I recorded in the same studio as Elvis, mm-hmm. like all the Belmont students love to do. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Um, and yeah, I got to work in like Ocean Way, which is a, a nice studio through Belmont. Um, so my Belmont connections are dwindling as far as who can still use the <laughs> Belmont studios. Yeah. Um, but I still have some great connections, and I've mostly worked with people um, who... I went to school with okay. who are now working full time as audio engineers and producers and um, who now work at other studios um, um, like the the last song that is about to come out that I that recorded um, I got to do at Starstruck Studios which um, at one time was owned by Reba McIntyre and, yeah. and now has been sold but super nice studio um, that I was able to use just because of a connection through Belmont um, so really thankful for that and Belmont shout Perks. out Belmont yeah Perks. shout out to Heather Haley who got me that session yeah Heather like, I was super <laughs> grateful for that and so that was a great great experience cool well I want to hear another new tune would you play another new one for us yes okay uh, super excited about this one it's called What's- Fallen Fallen? Yes. Is there any story behind it that you want to share, or uh, just should we just listen to it? Um, there is kind of a funny story. Um, it started as a co-write, mm-hmm. um, and I love everyone that I was co-writing with. It was like a room of like four people. It was like a songwriting night. We split off into groups. Um, started writing this song, and it started off like I had came into the night with uh, this chorus, uh-huh. and uh, it was when I was like singing this chorus like to God, like to Jesus. 
and um, brought this chorus in and everybody heard the song we started talking and then it got onto like our past relationships with um, with our significant others and so then the song went that direction mm-hmm. and so like after the song right now I was like okay like this went from Jesus to my ex-girlfriend okay mm-hmm. and so then I kind of put the song back for a while because it was just like a, a little bit of an awkward thing and then I kind of brought back kind of brought the song back and I was like I really want to finish that song and so I ended up finishing it with the original intent okay uh, pointed pointed towards to Jesus. God All yeah right. pointed to Jesus instead of ex-girlfriends <laughs> so funny story god all right we'll, we'll take anything and well I i'm excited to hear it. it yeah what was it called again fallen fallen yeah. fallen all right
right, sweet. That was a new one, Fallen, everybody. You can check that out, hopefully, soon on iTunes. Yes, check but it out. I want, looking. But I want to talk about iTunes. There's also another uh, guy named Jared Mitchell <laughs> who I went to school with as well. Yes. But that's not uh, the Jared Mitchell that I'm talking to right now. So if you check <laughs> out his music, he's only got, you've only got one song on there, right? Yeah, one, only, well, yeah, one song. One song, uh, okay. And then where can we find your, you know, your socials? My socials. So Facebook, um, Jared Mitchell Music. Okay. If you do like Facebook.com backslash, it's Jared Mitchell Music with a Z. With a Z. Really okay. cheesy, but you know, you do what you do. Because I think the other Jared Mitchell. He uh, took that took, one. Took that he one, took yeah. the one I wanted. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um. All right, man. Well, a- anything else we should check out? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter at jmitchell93. Okay. Um, and Snapchat, anything Snapchat. like I post videos. Instagram at jmitchell93. Okay. Um, I just love posting music, so it's always gonna be there. But Facebook is where I'm gonna definitely keep you updated on when the new music's coming right. out. And and you like you that. you don't want to miss those live streams. They're pretty cool. I've tuned into them before. So thank you. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the show, and uh, good thanks luck for in the future. Me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast, powered by World Stage. Big thanks to Jared Mitchell for stopping by today and to Ken Fritz of General Joystick for the theme song you're hearing right now. Hey, check us out on the web, NotableNashville.com. Fill out the page if you want to be a guest on the show. And also all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, we'll see you next time. Wow, wow, wow.